0: Now to the extraordinary death of the prominent Pakistani journalist and news anchor, Ashad Sharif. A supporter of the ousted Prime Minister Imran Khan, Sharif left Pakistan in August after receiving death threats. Then, on the 23rd of October, he was shot dead by police in Nairobi. Kenyan police have expressed regret over the incident, saying Sharif was a passenger in a car that failed to stop. Iqbal Qatar is the executive director of the Freedom Network, an independent not-for-profit organisation devoted to press freedom and free expression in Pakistan. I spoke with Iqbal earlier from Islamabad, where thousands turned out when Ashad Sharif's body was repatriated earlier this week.
1: Thank you, Julian, um, for discussing uh, this uh, very tragic um, incident uh, in the history of Pakistan journal- uh, journalism. Ashad Sarif was a very known um, senior journalist who always looked for investigative stories rather than just following uh, statements of political leaders. And he worked with different uh, national organizations, uh, very some of them very reputed also. And his last uh, assignment was or work with the organization called um, Airwide News uh, Channel. Uh, it's one of the leading uh, news network in Pakistan. And because of its uh, close alignment with the ruling previous ruling party of uh, former Prime Minister Imran Khan, its viewership quite considerably increased. And at the times, uh, its rating was at top of the list than other competitors. So obviously, he has a great following. So if you look at his number of followers on Twitter or Facebook... Mm,
0: it's like two million. Yes.
1: I think after Imran Khan, the journalists um, uh, are the ones who are followed by millions of their uh, well-wishers and supporters. So yes, he was a, a quite known uh, name in the Pakistani media. And at times, he was also not not liked by parties, which he tried to hold them accountable through his investigative stories. And I think he was stuck with one story, which was the corruption story against the former Prime Minister of Pakistan, Nawaz Sharif, and his political party and his family, which is now living in London also. So that is, I think, uh, was one side of his uh, journalism career that uh, people like me who who work also with, with the media in Pakistan I think sticking with one story and uh, ignoring other stories, uh, then it makes you not popular with your with your rivals also, with your enemies also. So I think he has millions of uh, friends, but I think he had um, millions of enemies also, yes. as it is the case with journalism and journalists in many parts of the world. If you uh, look at the number of uh, newspapers If you look at the number of private TV channels, we have more than 100 private TV channels. And most of them are 24, 7 news and current affairs channels. So people of Pakistan are very much politicized also. They love to listen to political talk shows. Pakistan is a very uh, unique country. In a sense, most of its history, it was not... Ruled by democratic setup, but by the military also. So I think journalism and journalists uh, have paid a great price for upholding this freedom of expression.
0: I wondered if you could go a little bit deeper for us in explaining how it could be that somebody so prominent could go from his own uh, well-watched news program to being a person who felt like he had to leave the country for his own safety.
1: I think um, if you, um, we recall the period of Prime Minister uh, Imran Khan, his almost four years in the office, we found that uh, those journalists who were critical of Imran Khan had faced a similar situation. They lost jobs, they were hounded, they were trolled online by the keyboard warriors of, of the ruling party, or supporters, or well wishers Um, The Imran Khan party is very active on social media. No other party can compete it. Imran Khan knew how to use the media. Um, He changed the dynamics of media coverage in Pakistan. Arshad Sharif, yes, Arshad Sharif, I think, uh, you know, uh, in Pakistan, you if you are a YouTuber, because we saw a new horizon over the Pakistani media landscape, which is the digital journalism. Mm. Because the media was so under pressure, uh, there were so many taboos not to report them. Uh, for media and for journalists, uh, there was nothing to report, to be honest. And viewers, and listeners, and readers. Then stop watching these uh, uh, television or newspapers or uh, radios, and they move to digital media, and the young young lot also open up uh, YouTube channels, and because and the YouTube you could have expressed yourself, you could have a alternate alternative opinion also, so that is where we s- people started moving away from watching television because there was nothing to watch. There was no, I mean, objective analysis, objective debate. They, only the political parties representatives were were invited to the talk show. And they were to defend their parties, even they even if they knew that what they are saying is unethical or uh, untrue. ashish Sharif pick up this story of corruption, because Imran Khan wanted that there should be only one story to be presented in the Pakistani medium. That is corruption, and that is only and only against his uh, political rivals, and particularly the Pakistan People's Party leadership.
0: On Sunday Extra, we're speaking with Iqbal Katak, Executive Director of the Freedom Network, the independent not for profit organisation devoted to press freedom in Pakistan. In the context that you've described for us, Iqbal, could you give us your reflections on the circumstances of Ashad Sharif's death?
1: I would say that um, the story of Ashad Sharif's murder has started from Pakistan. Um, we need to know what were the reasons that forced Arshad Sharif to leave the country. That is very important question number one. We one we must know who were the elements who were just coercing or intimidating or threatening uh, Arshad Sharif either to change his uh, editorial. Policy towards one group or the other, or against the state or non-state actors, we don't know. But I think uh, in Pakistan it is quite common that if you are not liked within the establishment, or within the government, the militants, the other such groups that we have many around the country, they will start you haunting different ways. There are different threat categories, they apply against you. If one category does not work, they will move to another. If that does not work, they will move to a third category.
0: And indeed, Iqbal, the Freedom Network has just released its annual impunity report. Uh, what has your research found?
1: Well, this report um, has uh, uh, discussed... The murder cases of journalists in the last 10 years, from 2012 to 2022. Because this year we are marking the 10 years of the UN plan of action, and that is being done all over the world. Uh, Pakistan is not an exception. But Pakistan is a special case because Pakistan was one of the five pilot countries where this UN plan of action. Um, for the safety of journalists and the issue of impunity was to be experimentally tested. And today, Pakistan stands quite successful uh, because we set two goals for us when we launched this UN plan of action in collaboration with the international community, the primary and secondary stakeholders, the governments, the civil society, the media houses, the journalists unions, the press clubs, the political parties. So all stakeholders were together for the first time to set two goals for themselves. One was to make the journalist safety a national agenda because until then, even the media was not reporting attacks on itself. For us, that was quite a serious problem that attacks are taking place, and media is not reporting them. And the second was to have a, a legal framework through which we are able to fight back impunity, deep-rooted impunity for crimes against journalists and media in Pakistan. And today, we we achieved both goals. We we were able to make the journalist safety a national agenda. And I think that is why you see that why. It has been widespread response to Ashut Sharif murder case.
0: So, So you've painted a picture there of getting the issue of journalist safety onto the national agenda. And yet at the same time, the impunity report says that of the 53 journalists murdered in that decade, 4% were the subject of successful convictions. So... There there are substantial numbers of murders and it seems the prospects for um, the killers being brought to justice are very low in your country at the moment.
1: Yes, this report actually proves that the demands we ask from the government, that we need a special law to protect journalists, because Pakistan has a high number of um, uh, impunity. And this These laws are just just passed last year. So these laws are are not yet made operational because under the law, you need to set up a commission. So we are now in the second phase of the uh, plan. Without journalism, we will not be able to express ourselves. The government will not be able to know what the citizens' problems have. And the citizen will not know what the governments yes. are doing for their welfare. So this is a key bridge if we want to be stronger enough to withstand any pressure from any side.
0: Are you confident that there will be a proper inquiry into the death of Ashad Sharif?
1: I think if you are unable to have this inquiry, that will be a real setback to journalism in Pakistan. And then I think if Ashad Sharif does not get justice, then others are difficult to get it.
0: That was Iqbal Qatar, the Executive Director of the Freedom Network, which promotes press freedom in Pakistan. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.